Good morning. And let me just start by saying, <laughs> what are the Phillies doing? My goodness. That was a new pathetic way to, to lose another gem by Aaron Nola last night. And while I said last week broke my spirits, last night might be the night where I said, all right, yeah, the 2018 season was fun. That that just hurt last night. Aaron Nola comes out again in basically a meeting more or less for some Cy Young kind of bragging rights or, or or upper hand in the race. Aaron Nola gives you what Aaron Nola gives you. You know, another gem. Odubel Herrera helps you out and gives you a 2 nothing lead. And it looks like that should be enough. But Tyler versus... Versus uh, the Nationals, it was not enough. Well, and it shouldn't have to be enough. That's the thing. It should not have to be enough to score two runs and you sit on your laurels and say that everything's okay because everything's not okay when you're going up against a team like the Nationals, even with Aaron Nola on the mound. Yeah, and I guess a lot of people are nitpicking over the decision to bring in Tommy Hunter to start the ninth and Nishak immediately after... Uh, I guess he it was. I think it was Harper. I, I'm kind of bl- I was blacked out with rage, but I think it was Harper that walked. Then they get rid of Hunter, bring in Neshek and Anthony Rendon. That's all she wrote. Two run home run over the left field wall. There was no doubt about it. As soon as it left the bat, everybody knew. But I don't think there's been a more frustrating Phillies team. Maybe well, I don't want to say ever because that's that's a hot take, but. In, in in recent memory, they, I mean, they have 102 errors on the season. Fundamentally, they are just inept. I've never seen a, and, and look, you can say that's Gabe, but look, at some point, the players have to be responsible for themselves. Yeah, Gabe's not on the field. Yeah, like, you're telling me that Gabe hasn't taught people that you don't need to tag from second to get to third? Uh, with one out and, and you're the tying run in, in the ninth inning, like that that at some point just falls on the players. So I it don't have to. Yeah, I mean, so, you can't blame Gabe for that. So if you fell asleep, uh, you know, I'm jealous of you because one, I, I, I in hindsight wish I hadn't stayed up to to watch it. Uh, but ninth inning, you know, uh, Wilson Ramos gives you an incredible at bat, knocks in a run to make it five four. Uh, he's on second base, so they pinch run with Vince Velasquez because Quinn had come in for defensive purposes. Uh, Joey Bats batted earlier. Uh, they, had, they had another pinch hit. So basically all their position players were, were chewed up, you know, in the bottom of the ninth. So they had to put Vince Velasquez in. And, and I mean, he tagged up. It was a deep ball to center field. He tags up and is eating their center fielder. Yes. Or, or Har- well, Harper, Harper was in center field, yeah, Harper but most was of the time. Um, so, and Harper makes a great throw to third, and they nail. Well, actually, excuse me, Velasquez took off early. Not a great throw to third, and you know they they wouldn't have had him. I think if he tagged properly, he still would have made it. But it was just an unnecessary tag in that situation because a single still scores you from second, and that's especially with two outs. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because you're moving on the crack <laughs> well, of the bat. It was one out. Well, that's I, what I'm saying. Yeah, Even yeah, if it does yeah, get yeah. to two outs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, like, you know, people want to rip Gabe. <laughs> Vince Velasquez is a Major League Baseball player. 
I don't care that you play pitcher, or you're a pitcher or position player. That's fundamental stuff that shouldn't have to, that should not have have to be taught to you on a major league level. Like there needs to be accountability amongst the players themselves. Carlos Santana airing a ball at home plate and giving the Nationals a free run in a pitcher's duel is not going to cut it. And and these players are underperforming. And you know most a lot of people last night were critical of. I guess the decision not to go to Sir Anthony Dominguez, who is your closer but isn't your closer, and and he's been a little bit ass lately. So so Gabe's Gabe's under fire this morning, and I, you know I just think it's more the players than it is Gabe, and they're just not good enough. It appears. Yeah, when I went to bed last night, I made it through five innings, and I decided that that was probably good enough. I went to bed, I watched the team that put together. A really good five innings. And when you, you only get two runs off of Scherzer, but it is what it is because you, you force him out of the game after five. He's at 100-plus pitches. They put together a lot of really good at-bats. And even if they weren't going to win the game, at least I went to bed thinking, you know what, this was a good effort because they, they put together a lot of really good at-bats. And then the ninth inning happens. Ugh. And Ramos gave you a great at-bat there. You know, a lot of... Yeah, you're right. A lot of guys did give you good at-bats, but it was just... I've never seen a more inept fundamental and defensive baseball team that I can remember as a Phillies fan, honestly. The the defensive, it's just every night there's something. And, and getting, thro- like, getting thrown out for not tagging up properly with two outs in the ninth when you're the tying run on second base actually makes my brain hurt. I don't care that you're a major league pitcher now because at some point, at some level, you played another position other yes. than just as a pitcher. And Vince Velasquez is as athletic as He's hell. a great athlete, which means he probably at some point was his high school or oh, Legion yeah. team shortstop. Absolutely. When he wasn't pitching. Yeah, like I don't want to hear. Oh, and like, let's play it. Cap, Captain t- Positivity uh, talking about Gabe Kapler. <laughs> Gabe Kapler. Gabe Kapler talking about Vince Velasquez tagging up or lack thereof last night in extra innings and here's Gabe courtesy of NBC Sports Philadelphia. Uh, he and I just spoke spoke about it. No, he's not instructed to tag up there. He's an inexperienced base runner who gave us a very valiant effort ah! just to go out there and be ready to run right there. He was prepared for that moment. He was anxious for that moment, ready for that moment. And he just got a little overzealous. He and I just chatted about it. He understands that he can also score from second base on a base hit right there. Um, it was just a pitcher, a very athletic pitcher, running the bases for us without much experience in that game situation. What the hell's going on out here? The definition of valiant, possessing or showing courage or determination. Yeah, real courageous on the base pass in a baseball game. Right, like, are you it means a lot to me. Are you kidding me? Valiant effort? Why? Because he was asked to go run and he did? <laughs> like, like, Gabe... No, man, that was not a valiant effort. That was a boneheaded effort, and it potentially cost you the tying run. So, you know, like, save it, you know? <laughs> like, he, hey, Vince Vince messed up, He know, and, and he did, you know, he's not instructed to tag there, and it is what it is. I'll talk to him, but, you know, that's not acceptable, and our fundamentals suck. How about that? Here, here's the rule of thought for anybody that doesn't know the game, or, or including Vince Velasquez, apparently. If the ball is hit towards center field and right, you consider tagging. If the ball is hit left of center field, you go halfway and you see what happens. 
He did neither of those things. He yeah. left early and didn't watch and didn't turn around to watch the ball. Yeah, it was it was it was something you see in the beer league softball game. Uh, it was for major league players to there's I, 102 errors on the season. It's just I saw a stat that said upwards of half the teams have less 30 less errors than the Phillies do. I've never seen anything like it. It's every single night there's something where they're spotting the other team runs. And you're now four and a half games back because the Braves came back to beat the Rays last night. And and Mr. Unearned Runs on the mound today. Yeah, I just don't. That doesn't, that doesn't bode well. I, I just, I, I don't see them coming back at this point. You know, I, I held out positivity as long as I could. They, they broke my, sp- you know, some of the losses they've had the last month are just gut-wrenching. Uh, and here's Gabe last night after the game talking about his decision to bring Neshack in after Tommy Hunter uh, in the ninth inning. From Rendon down, it, it was Neshack. He's been our best reliever against right-handed hitters, and it was the perfect pocket for Neshack. He's been exceptional for us all season long. I, I, I trust Neshack in that situation. This is the guy that we think is going to get a, a ground ball against the best right-handed hitters in baseball. He's the guy that we, we depend on for that moment. So there it is. Uh, expected to get a ground ball. Did not. Hung a cookie to Rendon, and that was gone. So the Phillies now four and a half games out. Uh, could be all she wrote. And it's not Nishek's fault. I mean, he served up a bad pitch. It's his fault that he gave up the home run. But losing this game doesn't get saddled on Nishek. The guy has been sensational both seasons that he's been with the Phillies. The Phillies are now two and a half games out of the wild card. St. Louis and Milwaukee have the lead there uh, with Arizona and Colorado nipping at their heels half game back. Dodgers are a game and a half back. And then it goes Phillies, Nationals. Nationals six games out of the wild card. Phillies two and a half. Who knows? Nationals could end up with a better record the way that things are going these days. And and the, the shame of it all is that Nola had just a another gem. His, his two seam fastball moves like Greg's Matt, like Greg Maddox is used to. He's just, it's a shame because if he had won last night and the team won, you could make the case he's top two deserving Cy Young award winner. Uh, you know, I'm not going to say one non win costs him, but if you outduel Scherzer twice in a six day period, you really made a case for Cy Young. Sure. And at that point, you know, your traditional voters are going to say, well, he's got 17 wins now, or 16 wins, or whatever it is. He beat Scherzer twice, so the wins have to matter for the traditional voter. And now you're going to pull the kind of new-age sabermetric guy by saying, you know, common opponent, especially when you face the other one of the other two Cy Young candidates, and you've beaten him twice in a yeah, week. I, that's got to help. Yeah, that carries some that carries some serious weight, and it's a shame. Nola's Nola's been unbelievable this year. He really has. You know, it's up there with, you know, a lot of the Phillies greats all-time seasons. You know, you can compare it to 2011 Doc and Halliday and Hamels in, uh, was it 2007 was his banner year and Schilling's 1990. You can compare it to all these types of seasons and, you know, his team just, you know, tries new ways to lose all the time. So that's what happened with the Phillies last night, a 5-4, absolutely gut-wrenching, brutal loss and we'll see. Four and a half games out, two and a half uh, out of the wild card. My my interest is waning. It's it's frustrating. I feel like I've wasted my time when I watch them now because stuff like this seems to happen. 
Uh, but Tyler, we are you know just over a week away from Eagles football, and, and Doug uh, Doug was <laughs> in his press conference yesterday. If you had to guess how many times a day on average Doug is asked about Carson Wentz and the possibility of starting the year, what would your guess be? It's got to be up to like ten now. Ten at ten a day, you think? Yeah. By by different outlets and different people, and just hey, Doug, uh, uh, how about Carson? Well, in his actual press conferences, he's been averaging four and a half questions a day about Carson Wentz and his uh, st- you know possibility of starting the year. And, and yesterday, Doug, you know, kind of he opened the press conference with a with a joke, saying, "Oh, sorry, I'm late, guys. I I was talking to the doctors, and they were like, really? He's like, no, not really. <laughs> so pretty funny there." But then Doug got a little bit snippy when the reporters were were pressing him on it and and they were asking him, you know, when is Carson going to start? And, and Doug said basically he'll know Friday, but they won't know 90 minutes prior to kickoff and, and on Thursday, September 6th. So it seems like they're going to make their decision, but we're not going to find out until opening day. And here's Doug talking to reporters yesterday. What's the deadline for you when you have to make a decision on the quarterback for you? Deadline? 90 minutes before the kickoff, I think. So you don't need to know by Friday when the game plan is made? I'll know. Friday and Saturday? I'll know. That's what I'm saying. I mean, me personally, I yeah. will know. Yeah, yeah I'll know. Friday. Just Friday when you're going to make the decision? Publicly? Privately, Friday. Oh, privately? Probably Friday. Privately, but, you know. I'm just I'm I don't. You guys gonna otherwise, know? 90 minutes. I, I, I'm totally cool with it. Yeah, I think it's a nice hand to have over the Falcons. Whereas, you know, Nick Foles or Carson Wentz, you ha- you have a a little bit of secrecy there. So why not use it? Snappy Doug strikes again. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to know on Friday what the decision they make is and and what the do- the doctors say about Wentz. But if I'm Doug, I'm going. Yeah, I got the Falcons guessing here because. Nick Foles and Carson Wentz are two totally different game plans, and and he might not be elusive, you know, outside the pocket magician Carson Wentz week one returning from injury, but he's certainly not drunken giraffe Nick Foles in the pocket. So so I I get it, I'm cool with it. I don't know if it really hides anything though. At this point, the the, the Falcons have seen Nick Foles. They've end, they're anticipating well, the Carson de- Wentz. The defensive ends on the Falcons will pin their ears back and try to right. feast. You'll get Vic falls. Beasley coming at them. Yeah, and uh, Kent McKinley. You, you know they're going to have to be a little more disciplined with Carson Wentz back there. They they can't pin the ears back and go. Whereas Nick Foles, you can. So, so it'll I, just be a quarterback contained more than a, than a yeah, blitz. Yeah. So I mean, defensively, I think it does affect their game plan. So use any advantage you can. Uh, the Falcons are a really good team. They have a lot of offensive weapons, so any advantage you can get over them to start the year, take it. I'm totally cool with it. It does suck that we have to wait, but, you know, whatever. What's what's seven more days when we've been waiting, you know, since February 4th? And here's the thing. What's the difference if we know now or we know seven? What is it going to change in our lives? Nothing, nothing. If we know that Nick Foles or Carson Wentz is starting or not? Absolutely not. Right, exactly. So... Uh, I get it, but I was shocked. It's only four and a half times a day on average that Doug is asked about. Uh, That's kind of low. <laughs> yeah, I, I would have thought it was actually a little higher. Uh, the other news yesterday regarding an eagle with injury is Alshon Jeffrey is not going to start the year on the pup list, which is great news because uh, that means he would have missed six weeks. So he's going to start on the active roster, but he's probably not going to play the first two weeks. 
And I think they're they're eyeing the Colts game as the return game. And look, if Carson ends up missing a week or two, I think that Colts game is a good place for some injured guys to return because it's kind of, in a weird way, a preseason-ish game. It's one of your easier games of the year, I believe, uh, that in Tampa Bay. So so good spot for a guy to kind of come off the bench and knock some rust off. So we'll see if Alshon makes it out there week three. I think that was according to Ian wrap up 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 or um so we'll see. You know, it's it's good news that he's not on the pup to start the year. Uh in other Eagles news, Malcolm Jenkins yesterday uh and we have some sound courtesy NBC Sports Philly says he doesn't really care for all the Super Bowl 52 champion stuff hanging in the locker room and they kind of want to turn the page to this season. Here's Malcolm. I'm well beyond celebrating Last year's accomplishments is they don't mean anything. This year they don't they don't get us anything. Uh, I said it earlier this offseason. It's not boxing where we get to hold the belt and somebody has to come beat us and take it. Uh, we don't have anything. <laughs> We're at the bottom just like everybody else. I, I like it. I like it. You know, I <laughs> I'd be lying if I was a player in that locker room. I'd probably like looking up at it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It would make me give me a sense of pride and feel good about it, but I totally get where he's coming from as a leader of the team. Hey, it's a new year. That means nothing. We're the same as everybody else right now. We're just defending champs. So I, I love hearing that out of them. And well, and Anthony and Bob kind of talked about it the last couple of days, you know, with it. Are they unbuable? And, and Malcolm kind of puts it into perspective there that if the players have the understanding that this is a new season, we should have the understanding that this is a new season as fans. And treat it as such. I don't. I think that that means that they are ready to move on from the Super Bowl high. Yeah, yeah. And I guess Mal- in what you're saying is Malcolm thinks they're booable. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't know if he wants to be booed, but yeah, I think he understands sure. that it's it is a new season. Yeah, I love it. I you know I think the leadership they have in that locker room and Doug's you know being the steward of it. I think everybody. Is, is focused, has the right, you know, attitude and, and ideas heading into this year. And, and Malcolm, uh, is definitely the leader of that defense. And I would say Carson is the leader of the offense. And those are, those are two guys I like having in my corner as far as leadership. Um, but did you catch the hard knocks episode last night? I, I have not seen it yet. I have a DVR. Looking forward to it though. So it's the, it's the Eagles week episode. And apparently Michael Kendricks was dishing on the Eagles a little bit. And was telling his defense that Zach Ertz doesn't like to be hit, uh, so hit him early. Nobody likes to get hit. Yeah, well, Andrew Luck does, and hence why he's on the... He's uh, a weirdo. Yeah. Uh, but the other thing he said was, Big V has poor footwork and will quit on you if you go at him early. Ding, 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 ding. Hit that one on the head. <laughs> uh, so interesting to hear Michael Kendricks kind of dishing on his old teammates in hard knocks last night. Uh, you know, who who cares? I don't even think he's starting for them. I think he's a backup linebacker at this point. So so good riddance. You know, we'll we'll see. Uh, and kind of his comments from a week ago, where we have more talent or whatever. You're not going to sit there and say, "Oh yeah, we stink." Yeah, the Eagles are so much better than us. So I get where he's coming from, but. Now at this point, he's taking personal shots at the Eagles. Yeah. I think he's still a little bit angry at them. Yeah. I mean, and he shouldn't be because he got paid a lot of money for a long time to, you know, be Underperform? A, well, you know, 
Last year, I thought he did a uh, a very good job, especially when Hicks went out. But at the same time, you know, he was getting eight or nine million dollars to be a third linebacker, basically in a system that does a lot of two linebacker sets. So, so see you later. Enjoy your money. Stop crying. Cap casually. That's all. Yeah, I mean, adios. Uh, in NBA news, there was a a new league mandate yesterday that now players can wear what you know. I guess with sneakers, they had to be in a color. Uh, you know, pattern similar to the uniform. NBA yesterday now said that players can wear whatever sneakers they want. And I know sneakerheads out there will enjoy this news because you'll start to see, uh, I think, a little bit more funky stuff from guys. Uh, you know, probably some crazy color patterns and, and designs and, and Yeezus sneakers and stuff like that. So I, I think it's kind of cool. It's, it's, it's almost like letting the NFL letting players celebrate a little bit. It gives it gives them a little flair, a little pizzazz, something baseball could probably use. So I think it's kind of a cool thing, and I'm looking forward to see what what guys wear next year. Yeah, and it keeps my like Mike dream alive of finding Michael Jordan's old pair of shoes and uh, yeah. you know becoming an NBA player. But no, it, it is cool because again, like you said, with the NFL players getting to celebrate at the core of everything, it's a game. Yeah, and they're the the best part about a game. Is that games generally? While you want to win, games are are still fun. Yeah, and th- there's a little bit of fun to this. You know, w- w- when you're having no fun, sir. Like from uh, Remember the Titans, it becomes work. And when you're working, you know, Kurt Warner said it best: the day that I don't like going to play anymore, and it becomes work, I'm going to retire. Yeah. So let them have some fun. Yeah. Good work by the NBA on that one. All for it. Uh, in, in other news around the NBA and our own Sixers. Markel Fultz, I'm sure it was probably addressed when I was out, but is back to running five on fives out there in LA with the Drew Hanlon pickup games. You know, he's out there with Kelly Oubre and Jason Tatum, uh, Bradley Beal, a couple other Hanlon clients. So him back to running five on five means the shot reconstruction portion of it is over, and now he's back to implementing it into his game. And Jason Tatum was on record yesterday and asked about Markel Fultz and said he's gotten a lot better. He should be a vastly improved and it'll make the NBA better. So those are, you know, encouraging words from Jason Tatum, who's one of the few guys who's actually seen him play five on five. Uh, you know, and um, I'm not going to oversell it, but I did I did enjoy hearing that from Jason Tatum. Uh, real quick to round out the stories on the day before we send it to break. Uh, Nate Silvers 538.com yesterday did a report on sports teams and concluded that over a five-year period, there's no more average team in all of sports than your Philadelphia Flyers. Nobody wow. cares about hockey, Jason. <laughs> yeah, they don't. But isn't that perfect? Just the most average team because, you know, never too high, never too low. Just just right there. Sports just, purgatory. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I read that and I went, yeah, that's about right. That's that's our flyer. That's the response that everybody should have. Yeah, yeah that that sounds about yeah, right. That's about right. Uh, Des Bryant, real quick, is going to wait a little bit later to sign with an NFL team. I'm really curious to see where he ends up. LeBron James's new show on HBO, uh, The Barber Shop, or whatever they call it, started last night. Uh, you know, I'm I'm curious to watch it myself. And final piece of news: the Knicks fan that had his Knicks fandom up for sale on eBay. Actually sold for thirty four hundred dollars to the Lakers, and now this That's guy, yeah, now this guy is going to, 
you know, be a Lakers fan and, and somebody, a 23-year-old YouTuber bought it in L.A. because he thought he could get content out of it. So what a world we live in. I'm Jamie Lynch. He's Tyler Zuli. We're in until 6 o'clock when Anthony Gargano and Bob Cooney take over. Fanatic Sports Times 524. The Fanatic and Bob on 97.5 The Fanatic. Using an overpriced trash bag. Pricey, pricey, pricey. A bag that breaks. Whippy, whippy, whippy. Or a smelly bag. Stinky, stinky, stinky. Time to switch to hefty, ultra-strong trash bags. Always at an ultra-low price. Hefty, hefty, hefty. They're our best bags yet. And they cost less than Glad Force Flex, where sold head-to-head. So you'll be... Happy, happy, happy. Hefty, ultra-strong with Arm & Hammer Odor Control. Also available in heavy-duty black bags. Pros in the know start with Lowe's. Because at Lowe's, pros save money on materials and fixtures to start and finish every job. Need OSB for subfloors, walls, or roof construction? Save 5% on OSB when you buy 64 boards or more. Updating residential properties? Get up to 20% off select ceiling fans. Just stop by the Pro Desk or visit Lowe'sforPros.com for details. So, pro, now that you know, start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 9.5. See store for details. U.S. only. Back to school economics from Staples. Today's lesson, get more, spend less. Staples has the top brands for back to school at low prices. So you get everything on your list without spending everything in your wallet. Economics, made simple. And now, Staples One Subject Notebooks are 25 cents. And 120 sheet filler paper and a 24 pack of Crayola crayons are only 50 cents each. Get an A in back to school today at your local Staples. The back to school specialty store. While supplies last, our friends 9118. Insta only. Limit 30, limit 5 on filler paper. If you wear a denture, are you sure your breath is clean and fresh? Try Polydent. It's specifically designed to clean a denture because it's tough on odor-causing bacteria, but gentle on the denture itself. Polydent has a four-in-one cleaning system with four powerful ingredients that work together to deep clean your denture. It kills 99.99% of odor-causing bacteria in laboratory testing and helps to remove stains. Feel confident and clean every day with Polydent. Available at Walmart for a low price every day. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Adios, old friend. Yeah, I've got no secrets and no regrets. Well, a lot of regrets, but the point is I've got nothing to hide. Kind of like the way Progressive shows you their competitors' rates. You gotta put it all out there, baby. Excuse me, miss. Does this heart belong to you? Would you like it anyway? Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparisons not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Something big just dropped at McDonald's. In fact, it's so big, we think it's worthy of a beat drop. The two for $5 mix and match deal at McDonald's. Featuring an all-time greatest hits lineup. The Big Mac, filet of fish 10-piece chicken McNuggets, and the classic chicken sandwich. Choose any two favorites for just 5 bucks. There you have it. The two for $5 mix and match deal at McDonald's has officially dropped. And participate in McDonald's. Limited time offer, single item at regular price. Duralast batteries are proven tough to perform in temperatures of 140 degrees and 40 below zero. Because when you can start in extreme conditions, you can start in everyday conditions. Like running late for work. A broken alarm. Creepy parking spots. Duralast. Proven tough and only at AutoZone. Visit any of our 5,000 locations nationwide and let's get you what you need.
Need help getting back to your routine? Time for a Target run. And now Target can run to you with same-day delivery. New same-day delivery shops the cart you create and delivers it fast. So you can fill up your fridge with your phone. It's easy. All sliced out of lunch meats? Same-day delivery. Tipped out of Tide detergent? Same-day delivery. Get what you need delivered. Same day. Target run and done. Learn more at Target.com slash shipped. That's Target.com slash S-H-I-P-T. Restrictions may apply. Fall color pops in your free seven-piece gift from Estee Lauder right now at Macy's. Up to a $165 value. It's yours free with any Estee Lauder purchase of $37.50 or more. The set you get is up to you. Every gift comes in a choice of pop print cosmetic bags and your best makeup and skincare. Plus, be sure to ask for a deluxe double wear foundation sample in your perfect shade. Quantities are limited, so come in for your free seven-piece gift on now at the Estee Lauder counter at Macy's and at Macy's.com. Don't miss it. There's something out there for you and me. And the American road is calling. So what's it going to be? Hey, it's an amazing day. Traveling our own highway. No matter where it leads us, we can smile. Because it's leaning in the mind. Marathon, fueling the American spirit. Fanatic Philly Sports Talk. Now one hour earlier with Aton Shander and Jamie Lynch. The Fanatic at 5. Weekday mornings at 5 on 97.5 The Fanatic. If we didn't laugh, we'd cry, Tyler. If you're just joining us, you're listening to The Fanatic at 5. I'm Jamie Lynch in with Tyler Zuli today. And the Phillies, well, they wasted another Aaron Nola gem. They are now four and a half games out of first place in the NL East as the Braves beat the Tampa Bay Rays last night, 6-5. to five. Thought the Rays were going to do us a favor and, and keep us in it. But at this point, <laughs> is it wrong if I say just just end us? Good teams beat bad teams. <laughs> That's what you, Not what the you Phillies. saw. No, the Phillies aren't a good team. Well, they beat good teams. They, they beat bad They lose to bad teams. teams beat Good teams, I guess, if that's They're how that works. so weird. Like, really, you should have taken three or four against the Red Sox. You beat the Dodgers. You beat the Cubs. You, you beat these good teams in series, and then you go and lose to the Padres, the Marlins, you know, the Nats who are floundering. It's just... They're incredibly, incredibly frustrating. I used to think that was a product of just being a young team. Now I think it's just a product of being a not a very good team. And so, to recap real quick, Aaron Noel gives you a gem. Adubel Herrera hits a two-run home run off of Scherzer. His second in six days off of, you know, potentially a, a, a three-peat Cy Young winner here. You got the you got the lead. You, you get another run. You're up. And then Carlos Santana gets a, a play at first where the ball's a rocket at him, touches first, gets one out, tries to throw it home overthrows home, two runs score there. So you essentially spotted him a free run on a Carlos Santana error. And then where to begin? Uh, he doesn't bring Sir Anthony in in the ninth. And and clearly they don't have a closer. He, he, he's been, Gabe has more or less said this all year. They're going to go closer by committee. A lot of people last night thought that, you know, Sir Anthony should have been gone to there. He had Tommy Hunter, who was, you know, pretty lights out in the eighth, and he, he brought him back out for the start of the ninth, only to have him walk Bryce Harper, 
and then bring in Nishak, and Nishak gives up the two-run bomb to Anthony Rendon. Uh, you know, they lose in the ninth inning. Ugh. Wilson Ramos gives you a great RBI at bat. It had to be like an 11-pitch at bat. He doubles down the right field line, scores the run. They sub out Ramos for Vince Velasquez as the pinch runner because obviously Ramos has the two bad hamstrings and, and doesn't move very well. You know, Roman Quinn had come in for defensive purposes. Jose Bautista gave you an at-bat earlier. The bench was depleted. So they went with Vince Velasquez, and and the ball he hit to deep, you know, slightly left center field. If he tagged properly, probably could have made it, but obviously not worth the risk because, you know, look, a single scores you regardless. And Vince Velasquez takes off early. Bryce Harper throws it to third. Ryan Zimmerman's calling for the umps to check second base. They saw it right away. And the Phillies lose on a non-tagged up fly ball with the tying run on second base in the bottom of the ninth and one out. Good good times. It all transpired because of the fact that you leave Tommy Hunter, who, by the way, has been quite good. He's been very good over the the second second half of the season. Second half, he's been very good. I don't understand. If you don't go to Dominguez, it is what it is. If you don't go to Neshek right away, it is what it is. If you want a matchup, why you're not going to the lefty in your bullpen to go get Bryce Harper. Yeah. Why you're not going to Avilan in that situation, even just to get one out. I don't know why that, that, that's what annoys me more than anything is that the Kapler's such a situational matchup guy. And he thought that Hunter was the best matchup for Harper there. Yeah. It's people weren't happy with Gabe uh, on, on the Twitter verse last night. You know, at some point, I think the players have to hold themselves accountable. There's just too many fundamentals. Yes, they, they, they're stressed at the major league level, but these players need to know fundamentals themselves. Like, you can't be, it's just inexcusable. I mean, <laughs> and Pat said it, Pat said it yesterday morning. They need to have a closed door meeting. Yeah. And even if they don't actually do anything, they just need to say, we've had a closed door meeting. Yeah. I mean, and Gabe needs to get in some butts. You know, Mr. Positivity after the game, giving giving you Vince Velasquez gives you a valiant effort on on the base pass. That's just not acceptable anymore. Yeah, no, no, he didn't. No, he didn't because that wasn't valiant. Being asked to do a job and, and screwing it up on, on its fundamental core is not a valiant effort. That's just not. So stop stop saying that. Like I understand your shtick and you're positive, but. Relax, dude. John in South Jersey wants to weigh in on the Phillies. Good morning, John. Hey, what's going on, guys? How are you? Uh, you know, just another kick to the junk last night. Uh, I know that that dying effort comment by uh, by Kappa kills me. He must have had uh, <laughs> a, a, an extra scoop of positivity in that protein shake that yesterday morning or something. Yeah, I just but, I, uh, I don't think anybody wants to hear valiant effort when you when you make that error. Yeah. Uh, uh, at that level, that that type of error, it just baffles me. But my 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 thing is with uh, Odubel Herrera. Yeah. Um, I would love to see a poll um, to see if anybody agrees with me. But you know, I am on the you know as soon as this option is available to 
to trade Odubel. You know, everybody everybody seems to love him. You know, same thing, somewhat decent numbers and everything, but you know what player he reminds me of? Bobby Abreu. And I don't want another Bobby Well, Abreu. Bobby was a much better batter, but I, I hear you a little bit. But, you know, the lack of daisiness in the field, where, yeah. you know, uh, a routine fly ball, he's overrunning because he's charging in, and then a ball hit behind him. You know, he's not running in the direct line. He's rounding out and not catching it. Like, you know, I just, I think he's, at, you know, at his peak. Yes, he did hit two homers off shares in the past six days. That's great. But I feel like there's much more that I feel like we could get more if we get rid of him now than having to pay him more money later. All right. I, I hear you, John. Uh, thanks for the call. Look, Odubel's on a very team-friendly deal. Very team-friendly. He only made $3 million this year. He makes $5 million next year. In 2020, he's $7 million. In 2021, he's $10 million. And then you get into the club option years in 22 and 23. I mean, it's not... To me, it wasn't a night to, to rail on Odubel. But... Look, it's a very team-friendly deal, and when he's hot, he can carry the team. When he's not, he's one of the most frustrating Phillies in recent memory. And who do you want out there right now? Do you want Roman Quinn, well, who is of, consistently injured? Well, a lot of people I saw calling for this last night, and it was Roman Quinn, Oduble, and Nick in the outfield and put Reese to first and give Santana some time. Which makes sense when everybody's healthy. However, Roman Quinn right now is not 100% healthy. Shocking. Mr. Glass ding something and up. Or is not healthy. So no. I don't know where that you want to move Santana right now. That, like you said, the guy that's made of glass is not healthy. Yeah. Uh, Carlos Santana, I would be shocked if he sees out his three years here. I think John Middleton is going to have to eat some of that money in time. I think maybe, depending on what happens next year, he's a guy you consider moving at the trade deadline and eating a lot of the salary. Just to because look defensively, this team you can't have this team again head into a season. Reese Hoskins in left field kills you defensively. He's a liability. He's a complete liability. He needs to get back to his natural position of first. And I'd be shocked if Carlos Santana sees that his three years here. I thought that was an okay signing, not for the position jam that it caused, uh, but for the you know type of hitter he was and. And this is a historically bad year for him as far as average, you know, RBIs and home runs and all that stuff. He'll he'll probably be on par-ish. But it's, you know, seems like he makes errors at a higher rate than I expected. You know, he's not exactly clutch at bat this season. And, you know, it's costing you. So I'd be shocked if he sees the full three years out. But... They need to improve this team's fundamentals and defense in a big, big way if they want to be taken seriously. Well, and I, I don't know what people expected from Carlos Santana. It's not I ex- like I expected two fifty five, you know, three sixty on base type of thing. With right, you know, so, so he's having a dip in average. Yeah, he's not a superstar. No, he's he's not. a guy you he's overpaid very good to go get. I thought he because you had to defensively than he was. Sure, that that, that's a fair argument. Yeah, but the argument that Carlos Santana should be a much better hitter than what he's performing at this season is kind of a flawed one because he's a good on base guy. Yeah, but he's not an average hitter. Yeah, but he's usually a two fifty five hitter. He's not a two twelve. He's a career two forty six hitter. Yeah, okay. So he's not hitting two. He's hitting two twenty this year. So he's he's a dip below average. It happens. 
It's just the fact that they paid him twenty million dollars. Yeah, but his last starting every, his last every game. two seasons, he basically hit two sixty. I mean, he was two fifty nine the two years before here. So you take it down forty points on an average for a guy you paid sixty million dollars to. That's a substantial drop, you know. And his, and his his on base is even down. He was three sixty six and three sixty six or three sixty three his last two years. Down to three forty eight. His slugging is way down. His OPS is way down. It's a it's an overall bad year for him, and he's just not. And look, he's not your he's not your typical four hole hitter, but he is here, unfortunately for him. And he's just not aggressive enough for somebody you need more run production out of. Like I, I don't want to see you walking when you have a guy or two on base, and it's. It, whatever. This team is so incredibly frustrating. <sighs> Fanatic Sports Science 540. The Fanatic at 5 on 97.5 The Fanatic. Do you remember me? Sure. You and your husband were moving to another home. You told me to wave my arm like I was scattering seed. I remember. And everything disappeared. Yes, it did. Just like that. Just like that. This is where we moved to. It's beautiful. Please. Look at all the junk they left behind. Point to what you would like to disappear, ma'am. You don't want me to wave my arm again? Only if you want everything to disappear. All I have to do is point? All you have to do is point. Well... Let's start with that broken bird bath, that old swing set, and that nasty old yard furniture. <laughs> when you want junk to disappear, all you have to do is point. And those broken tree limbs. Call 1-800-GOT-JUNK. And that pile of boxes. Or visit 1-800-GOT-JUNK.COM. <laughs> Evil dealerships, beware! Gateway Kia's superhero sales event brings savings and justice for all. Pow! Get up to six thousand overbooked for your trade. Wham! Or we'll match your down payment up to six grand. Kapow! Get a new 2018 Forte LX or a new 2019 Soul. Just one seventy nine a month. Zero down, zero first payment, zero do it sign. Or whack! Get a new 2019 Sportage LX or a new 2018 Sorento L. Just one ninety nine a month. Zero down, zero first payment, zero do it sign. Get up to 6000 overbooked for your trade, or we'll match your down payment up to six grand. There's savings justice for all at Gateway Kia, Route 611 in Warrington, and Route 309 in Quakertown. Shop online at shopgatewaykia.com. Remember, for superhero savings justice, we'll see you at Gateway Kia. Gateway Kia, the discount Kia Leases are 36 months. Zero security deposit. 10K miles per year lease. Get tax title and DMV. Discount lease only. Trade gals value with credit approval. Expires 9-3-18. Back to school economics from Staples. Today's lesson, get more, spend less. Staples has the top brands for back to school at low prices. So you get everything on your list without spending everything in your wallet. Economics. Made simple. And now, Staples One Subject Notebooks are 25 cents. And 120 sheet filler paper and a 24 pack of Crayola crayons are only 50 cents each. Get an A in back to school today at your local Staples. The back to school specialty store. While supplies last. Our friends 9118. Insta only. Limit 30. Limit 5 on filler paper. The Starlight Lounge presents an evening with the progressive box. Adios, old friend. Yeah, I've got no secrets and no regrets. Well, a lot of regrets, but the point is I've got nothing to hide. Kind of like the way Progressive shows you their competitors' rates. You gotta put it all out there, baby. Excuse me, miss. Does this heart belong to you? Would you like it anyway? Progressive Casualty.
Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparisons not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Fall color pops in your free seven-piece gift from Estee Lauder right now at Macy's. Up to a $165 value. It's yours free with any Estee Lauder purchase of $37.50 or more. The set you get is up to you. Every gift comes in a choice of pop print cosmetic bags and your best makeup and skincare. Plus, be sure to ask for a deluxe double wear foundation sample in your perfect shade. Quantities are limited, so come in for your free seven-piece gift on now at the Estee Lauder counter at Macy's and at Macy's.com. Don't miss it. It's the little things. Like sinking your teeth into big savings at People's Labor Day Sale. Get an extra 40% off purchases in-store and online with your coupon. Then stock up for the whole family because it's buy one get two free on clearance. Plus, a super blowout doorbuster that gets you an extra 50% off already reduced prices on shoes, handbags, accessories, and more. Fresh styles, big savings, and fun perks every day. People's. Little things mean everything. People's is part of our Sage family. Offer exclusions apply. Something big just dropped at McDonald's. In fact, it's so big, we think it's worthy of a beat drop. The two for $5 mix and match deal at McDonald's. Featuring an all-time greatest hits lineup. The Big Mac, filet of fish 10-piece chicken McNuggets, and the classic chicken sandwich. Choose any two favorites for just 5 bucks. There you have it. The two for $5 mix and match deal at McDonald's has officially dropped. Participate in McDonald's limited time offer, single item at regular price. There's something out there for you and me. And the American road is calling. So what's it gonna be? Hey, it's an amazing day. Traveling our own highway. No matter where it leads us, we can smile. Cause it's leaning in the mind. Marathon. The American Spirit. Things are about to change around here. Catch up on the Philly sports you missed the night before. And what's coming up later in the day, the Fanatic at 5 with Aton Shander and Jamie Lynch. This is new. Weekday mornings at 5, live on 97.5 The Fanatic. I think he just physically is presenting beautifully right now. Yeah, no, no, he's not. No, he's not. Can you search the system real quick, Tyler? I made a new Gabe drop this morning. I didn't check to see if it's in there yet, if I did it successfully. But last night, Gabe starts his press conference with, All right, I know you guys got a lot on your mind, so let's open it up and chat. So I made the open it up and chat uh, drop, just because I know it'll it'll crawl up Anthony's skin and drive him insane. Let's open it up and chat. Yeah, let's open it up and chat. You want to open it up and chat, Gabe? You guys suck. You have 102 errors on the season. You're pathetic. You make mental lapse errors several times a night. It's bad baseball. It's baseball waterboarding. I regret staying up until 1130 at night watching that dreck. You tell him. It wasn't a valiant effort. I'll show you where to put your valiant effort. All right. All right. Got that off my chest. I feel a lot better now. Yeah, that's how I feel about staying up last night and wasting my precious sleep. And by the way, I got a lot of a lot of heat last night because uh, I put out a tweet. Only 21,000 people showed up for that game. And that's this isn't your typical August Tuesday night baseball game because I had a lot of people come at me like, where? Why are you at the game, big guy? It was like eight thousand degrees out there, and a lot of people gave me the, the weather. But still, do you, I mean, outside of the fact that it happened twice in six days, 
it, it was 1987 the last time two pitchers with sub 2-5 ERAs met in, in that capacity. So that wasn't your typical baseball game. So my point wasn't, why aren't people supporting the Phillies on a Tuesday in August when it's 95? That's a rare matchup that you don't get to see very often. So I thought the real seam heads would have come out last night. I wanted to go down there. I didn't. But like 21,000 for that matchup, that surprised me. Yeah, I've got tickets for tonight's game. And when we were kind of looking up and down the uh, the, the probable pitchers, and we saw that Nola Scherzer was Tuesday and not Wednesday, yeah, my, went, my dad uh, and I, who were both, you know, like you said, seam heads, just a little bit this, you know, I'm still looking forward to seeing Arietta and Gonzalez. It's not a bad matchup. No, no. But it's not Nola Scherzer. No, I mean, it's just, that, that it's not very often this late in the season you get two of the three league's top pitchers going at one another. Uh, by the way, the 5 a.m. hour is brought to you by Car Gurus. Go to cargurus.com today to find great deals from top-rated dealers near you. That's C-A-R-G-U-R-U-S.com. So if you just joined us, the Phillies... Blew another one in spectacular fashion. Uh, a Carlos Santana throwing error, a Vince Velasquez tagging up mistake, uh, questionable bullpen decisions in the eight, uh, the ninth inning by Gabe. You know, it, it was just it was the trifecta of uh, of irritant in baseball form. And you know, luckily the Phillies took us to Eagle season. That, that's what I'll give them. We're we're eight days out from NFL football being back, and Anthony. I I keep daydreaming to next Thursday and just waking up with that feeling, just going, there's a football game tonight, and just the giddiness I'll feel all day. We all will feel all day. It's just so good to be back. Yeah, but... <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't want to get to Philly. Right. Yeah. I, 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 mean, I was trying to transition last, to Eagles. My last memory before sleeping at midnight... I was surprised you were up when I texted you. Well, I mean, Nola Scherzer, man. I had to. Aaron Nola gave you a. No, you're jab. a sportsman. I, you're right. I should have realized. I that. wish I went to bed. Yeah. I you're, wish I went to bed. You're a sportsman. I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> I hate them. I hate them. Yeah. I hate them. I love them and I hate them. Uh, Bobby, I have such a love hate relationship with this team. It's because I hate the way they play baseball. I do. I say it every day. I hate the way they play baseball. I hate them. Hate the way they play. I love the, like, no, it's awesome, right? I had to must watch TV. Right? He's he is Freeze. so much fun to watch. He's so good. You know, the whole thing, I can't stand the way they play the game. I hate Carlos Santana. I hate McClintock for bringing Carlos Santana here. I, I Listen. We all said, you and I said it was a mistake then. The minute you said, why in the world would you sign that guy when your best player is a first baseman? Yeah. Yeah, now he's uncomfortable in the outfit. Like, it's just, they are hard to watch. And 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 then hearing the stuff afterwards even uh, harder, man. Oh, my God. Listen, I'm trying. You're a professional all, all athlete. You, all asking you to run 180 feet. Oh, yeah. let's get to your boy, all right? Because all year long, I try to give this guy the benefit of the Which doubt. one? Santana or Clint or Gabe? No, he's not your boy. Gabe. Gabe's your boy. Yeah. All year long, I try to give this guy the benefit of the doubt. All right. All right. All right. I'm sick of his language. All right? I'm tired of it. Yeah, no, he needs, I'm to, tired of he it. needs to learn. This valiant? The valiant no, dude, dude, look. I don't want to hear you use the word valiant when we have a, a military. All right? Yeah. P- please. 
put aside, go, go to thesaurus.com and get another word. Yeah. All right? He does. For your stupid, let me, let me make sure that I pat every one of those guys on the ass before they leave. But that's part of the it's reason okay. I think he was brought here was that type of attitude. That's, oh, my God. That, make me vomit. You got millennials. V <laughs> is for vomit. Yeah. Not value. I mean, they got millennials on the team uh, now. Stop with millennials. I, but that's, there's, that's there's, the change. There's millennials that understand. I'm not saying you got you to gotta be in their ass. They're there's going a to big win. difference I hear between you. Larry Boa and Gabe Kapler. Well, that's why I think they're they're going away from the Larry Boas in a dramatic okay, fashion. That's what I'm saying, but there's a big difference. You don't need to dig in somebody's rear end, but you also don't need to go, oh, way to go, Vince. Yeah, no. You're the valiant. Listen, I'm a millennial. Uh, I wouldn't want to play for Gabe Kapler. I would not want to play for oh, Gabe Kapler. I'm tired of I'm a millennial. Who's a millennial? Who gives a frig? All right? Play baseball. To my lord, and wait, wait, you, listen. You just go, dude. You know, inexperienced base runner. Like, I, I, mean, I can say that. You know, he's valiant. Little ant knows not to tag up there, right? right. Vince Velasquez. Look, Gabe needs to shut up about valiant you efforts. Just shut up. I'm tired of hearing this. During this, and by the way, you give me, you give me <laughs> damn pass. On the Sir Anthony thing. Let me go. Here, Sir Anthony's been ass lately, okay, too. But that doesn't matter. You never go against your closer. But All he's right? not the closer. It's the closer by committee. And that's what's wrong. <laughs> that's why he's wrong. That's why. Well, that's another debate. That's why. That, you wonder why the bullpen came back to earth. It was, it was when it was intact. Everybody had rolls. Uh, oh, I trust Nashak to walk through fire. Oh, do you, dude? <laughs> what do you do? Save some of this the, for the six a.m. The, the best right-handed hitter. Wow. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, there's a little tease of what's in store for you today. Oh, good and lord! Anthony's in a great mood about the Phillies. Clearly, it's going to be a lot of fun today. We're a little bit more than a week out from Eagles football, and Gabe has irritated the. Delaware Value. Uh, thanks for listening to Fanatic at Five. Tyler, good job producing, co-hosting today. It was a valiant effort. I'm Jamie Lynch. Thanks for listening to the Fanatic at Five. Up next is Anthony and Bob on the morning show. Fanatic Sports Time is 553.